What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everyone, welcome to The Final Four is Not on the Schedule. I'm your host Eric, alongside with expert analyst Rod. Thanks for joining us on the best MSU basketball podcast featuring an in-depth recruiting, game matchup, and post-game analysis. We dive deep to give you the best tools to enjoy the Spartans and impress your friends and family. Hey everybody, it's Eric alongside Rod here, and we're delighted to have on Madi Sissoko. Madi is a six foot nine, two hundred forty pound junior, plays for Michigan State, uh, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about basketball and about his charity he's got going on right now. Uh, before we begin, I just want to remind you that if you want to check out the Final Fours on the schedule, please make sure you visit our website. You can find ways to uh, interact with us on the forum, and you can find that at thefinalfoursonthescheduleshow.com. Uh, so, a couple quick facts. Madi is not from the United States. He's originally from Mali, which is in West Africa. Uh, its main language is French. He's from, is it Bafoulde? Is that, did I mean cl- yeah. close to? <laughs> Bafoulabe. Bafoulabe, uh, yeah. which is sort of in the uh, western part of Mali, near the Senegalese border. Uh, yeah. Much closer to the equator than we are here in Michigan. Uh, and then it, interesting facts about Mali, for those of us, you know, Americans, we don't know much about the rest of the world. Mali is uh, the famous city is Timbuktu, and you may not realize this, Mali, but oftentimes we say, you know, if someone's going a long ways away, we say they're going to Timbuktu. Like, you know, he's all the way yeah. out in Timbuktu, and so you know, of course, that's a town in Mali. It's a famous city that was once part of one of the most powerful empires in the world in the 1400s. Uh, Mansa Musa was a famous world leader and yeah. a huge, powerful empire there in West Africa, uh, yeah. and it's also the eighth largest country in in Africa. But before we get talk about that a little bit, uh, congratulations on the victory last night. You guys got back in the winning streak uh, road by beating Maryland. What's your, what was your impression about the game, and how did it go for you guys, do you think? Um, I think uh, what impressed me, I think we come out very hot, and everybody was just kind of desperate to start the game. And the, the beginning of the first, uh, the first 10 minutes of the game, I think we played a Michigan State basketball, which was very important to us. And, uh, you know, I think we uh, overall like um, the t- thirty minutes of that game. I think we played it very well. If you ask me, we got uh, <clears throat> the second second half. We we kind of start a little bit slow, but we finally come back and start playing again. But it was it was very fun for us yesterday to win the to finally win a game like that, and then uh, you know everybody played well. If you ask me, so it was. It was fun. How do you feel about your specific game? How do you feel like you did in the game? Uh, you know, I I did. Um, you know, defensively, I thought I did. Uh, I did uh, a good, good, lot of good stuff. And then you know, um, and offensively, just kind of like a setting the screen and get guys open a lot. So that was kind of like my role yesterday. Overall, I think I did a solid job. Not definitely not my best game. But I did a solid job. 
All right. So, hi, Madi. It's Rod. I'm, uh, I'm Eric's partner on this. Um, we wanted to turn to a little bit about your background now specifically and, and coming to the U.S. from Mali. You've been here in the U.S. between prep school in Utah and now your third year at MSU for quite a while. But I imagine you probably don't get to see or talk to your family very often these days, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's right. So that's got to be uh, that's got to be a real challenge for you. How have you dealt with that? Do you are you able to ever FaceTime or 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 talk on the phone or how do you, how do you manage to stay in touch with your family? Um, uh, you first of all, you can't really FaceTime uh, like back home. But my brother, who is a military, um, he lives in Bamako, and so he's the one who who has like. A nice phone, and he can um, he can WhatsApp video me uh, sometimes, and, and I can talk to my mom. But people in uh, my village, I there's no way I can face them them because there's no service. Uh, so my guardian, Mike Clayton, he he buy this kind of service, so every once in a while I just kind of call home and they say hi to everybody. Um, so. Uh, that call, that phone call doesn't cost me anything. Mike just in my garden. He just bought like this service, so I can I be I can be able to gotcha. talk to my family as long as, gotcha. as I want. So yeah. obviously, that's probably the hardest thing for you since you've been here is is not having contact with your your family and your friends, your loved ones. But other than that. What's been the hardest transition for you? And and again, you've been here a while, so we know you're probably past a lot of this stuff. But when you first came, what was the most difficult thing for you to get used to in moving to the U.S.? Was it the language, the food, the weather, something else? Um, the uh, it, it got to be definitely the language because when I, I when I first got here. Um, I could, I can't, I couldn't speak any English. The only three words I know, hi, how are you doing? That's the only two words I kind of know. So definitely language is the, is the one when I got here, it got me a lot, got me a little worried because I, I didn't, because I, I just kind of keep asking questions myself. I'm people are talking, how am I, how, how am I going to like speak to people? How am I going to communicate with them? But um, you know, just going to prep school, YSS Academy kind of helped me. The teacher helped me spend the extra time with me and kind of just uh, learning English. It kind of come um, not very fast, but I I was able by by end of my, my, my first year here, I was able to, you know, start picking stuff up very quick. Yeah, I mean, your English is really good. It, it reminds me, we have a foster son who's from Guatemala, and it was for same thing for him. It, you thought, there's it's hopeless. He'll never learn English. And then just suddenly it kind of just comes. And now he's, it's been about four or five years, and he's pretty fluent. You know, he understands he understands most of what we're saying. It's, it, it's pretty amazing, especially young young minds like yours. <laughs> yours. <laughs> I'd have much more trouble if I went to Bali and tried to pull up what you did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, you've only been playing basketball, really organized, not for not very many years. Uh, and so, since you've got East Lansing, where have you seen the biggest growth? I mean, in your game, and where do you see where do you see the, I guess the the next level? I mean, how do you think you're going to grow a lot more this year in basketball? And then, what do you look for in the future for like the next coming years? 
I, I think just uh, being in Michigan State just kind of, you know, helped me, especially being under, like, the Hall of Fame coach and with these other stuff. And it has helped me to learn a, a game of the basketball every day. Uh, it's not, um, you know, not didn't pick up basketball until I, I grew up, until I didn't start playing basketball or, like, organized basketball until I really got into, you know, America and stuff. But, uh, you know, just, um, you know, there's a lot of good players come through here just looking up to them and they're, um, and they go do and go out there just kind of do my job what I'm told to do and stuff like that um you know it just it's just a learning so I'm I'm excited my growth to here and I can wait where next level can take me now obviously this goes back a few years since you're in your your junior year at Michigan State but going back to when you were being recruited it would be kind of interesting, I think, for a lot of our listeners to hear because you didn't grow up in the U.S., so I assume you didn't have a lot of the same kind of ideas about different schools that kids who grow up in the U.S. have, you know, the tradition, et cetera. What was it about Michigan State that led you to want to come there? Uh, yeah, obviously, when I, when I moved to here, I didn't know. I didn't know I didn't have any favorite college or dream college to go to. But once, uh, you know, even I got here, once, uh, you know, people, school started recruiting me, I just uh, I just kind of remember this. My first uh, my first visit Michigan State, it just kind of feel a lot with, uh, you know, the 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 like stuff is like the history here and the like all um, uh, the player who has been playing here before, I just kind of see their growth. And then um, obviously coach, coach, uh, coach was recruiting me. He was, uh, you know, very, very like nice. He called me every single time. So he just kind of like helped me. Like I just kind of pray about it. And I think it just is like right here is just going to be family for me here. Cause like, People really, really care about each other here. And then once I took a, once I took my second visit here, I, I was like, oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I'm coming here. And it was just like an exciting moment for me because uh, um, just um, history of school and then what they have built here and they help a lot of players to go to get uh, – to to go get to their um, their dreams come through for them, so it, it just kind of helped me uh, to make my decision to come here. Which player uh, did you bond with the best when you were on your recruiting trips? Um, uh, you know, I was uh, you know, um, um, Jaren. When I was recruiting Jaren, I was watching Jaren highlight a lot um, because. Uh, Actually, my first first uh, ESPN game here, I played against Jaren in Geico National t- uh, Tournament in New York. Uh, my first freshman year, so so I kind of like to see him uh, like playing against him. Uh, he he's he was senior that time. I was freshman, and they just kind of following up with him, and uh, it was just a uh, very um, you know also kind of helped me you know to to make a decision like this to come here, Michigan State. You know, I, I think it feels like it, 
you're dedicating a lot of which why you're here in the United States and at Michigan State to more than just your basketball. I mean, I think that you made that pretty apparent with your NIL. And I think we want to just talk about your foundation, if we could, you know, the Mati Sissoko Foundation. Um, what is it? What is your, What are you hoping to do with with the foundation to help your your hometown back in Mali? Um, yeah, you know, it, it's it's first of all, it just has been blessing to have the opportunity to have an NIL stuff, and then because my dream always has since I've been in America, my dream always has been to give back home. So, but have a stuff like this NIL. So I just I just hope to give them, uh, uh, you know. Uh, give them uh, materials and ideas and uh, just kind of help them uh, out of the dark side. Um, otherwise, just building school for the kid to go to school, have a, have a different ideas and, uh, you know, um, give them clean water. And uh, there's a lot, there's a lot like they need, but the, the main thing, um, I just start basic. The main thing I want to do is just, uh, build a like four school for the kid to go to school and to give them a walk clean water so i think i think that there right there is a very good start for for me especially i'm not i'm not you know i'm not professional yet I'm just you know just in the process and the, through the process to do stuff like this is very amazing to me so how did you how did you end up choosing specifically wanting to build a school as opposed to maybe other things what what was it about that that excited you uh what excited me because uh for me when i was there i went to a uh, school it's a little bit far away from my village and uh, um for myself i kind of because i went through it so for me walking um hour 30 minutes to go to school and also wow. come back and also come back and then just start working the farm too. And uh, it just kind of hit me right there. So I uh, kind of said, no, everybody cannot do this, go to school also and come back because school is a little far away. And they also come back and they just start working in the farm. They're going to be very tired. They have most of them just quit school because it's a little too much for them. So the idea come to me and said, how about if we just build a school in the, on the hometown and the people just go to school and you don't have to worry about waking up so early to go to, 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 to walk this long, this far. And they also come back and they just go work in the farm. So have school in the village there is gonna, it's gonna save a lot of kids to, to go to school. So. So is 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 this school just going to to be for for your home village, or are there going to be any like surrounding villages? Absolutely, no. it's going to be surrounding villages. The villages are close to my village. It's it's pretty much up. It's it's not only for my village. It's for the people that that are very close to my my village, and there are not not very far. They don't, they don't have to walk for thirty minutes. To, hour 30 minutes to go to school so they just you know if you kind of save them for our walk i think that would be great do you do you have any idea how many students you think the school will be able to to enroll to to serve 
Uh, right now, I don't have uh, any idea, but I'm, I'm, I always tell you this, I'm 100% sure it's going to be, all the classroom is going to be pretty full. Right. <laughs> I, I would guess if, if it means yeah. you don't have to walk an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one of our sponsors is Nudge Printing and they, uh, they're a print shop run by Gabe and Brittany. They're Michigan State alums and they're, they have out in Portland, Michigan. It's all Michigan based products and, and they're very excited to help in this project as well. And so they're going to start working on t-shirts. And so at some point we'll advertise this once it has an opportunity on our, um, on our, on our website during the show uh, at nudgeprinting.com. You can go there and you'll be able to order shirts and all the proceeds that that they raise will go towards this foundation to help because they want to, they want to do something to help a fellow Spartan. And so that's really cool. And, you know, we have a really amazing fan base here, listeners. I mean, they're incredible. They've supported the show and I, you know, they're huge Spartan fans and I know that they will help, um, help in this, this effort. So, you know, I would encourage you to go to Maddie Sissoko foundation.org. That's actually a smaller uh, website name than shorter one than ours, which is the final four is not on the schedule.com. <laughs> So MadiSissokoFoundation.org, and there'll be a link to it on the, in the show notes. And you go there and you can contribute to this great cause. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess, how much are you looking to raise? And do you have a certain deadline that you're going to, because you want to get construction done before the school year starts at some point? Uh, yeah. Um, now, I don't have a typical goal. I just, you know, I just, it's just like for me, as much we can raise, it's all going to go to the, you know, that school and the, uh, the clean water for the village. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a typical numbers I want to raise, but just, I just, I just want to raise as much I can. Um, because at the end of the day, it's gonna, it's, it's not gonna be waste for sure. So all of them is gonna be, um, you know, going to the schools and, uh, and stuff like that. And then in your, in the village, you know, you mentioned these kids are, they're going to school, but they're also working. I mean, I imagine most of the kids, it's, it's not a real rich region. And so they're mostly, it's mostly agriculture farming, right? For most of the, most of the people in these villages. Uh, And so that's what the family does is together as a farm. Is that mainly, is it livestock? Is it what sort of things you're, are you growing? Uh, Yeah. uh, Growing. So my, my, my family, my, my dad liked to grow corn. Uh, peanut and a uh, uh, millet. Uh, not so much, not so much rice, but sometimes a little bit because it depends on how much rain you get every single year. Sure. So yeah, uh, sometimes a little bit rice. So um, my dad really is a big fan of a corn. So we we do a lot of corns. Do you miss farming? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, here, I know, I, I know, I had, a, I can, I can give it a lot of much out of basketball. You know, you're doing the farm right now, so you know, I will see where's my talent taking me. So, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm expecting a little uh, garden plot by the red cedar somewhere where you're. <laughs> <laughs> You know, is there anything else you want to you want to mention to Michigan State fans, and any other things that you want to do with this foundation? Um, yeah, you know, just uh, like you said, is the great fan base, and uh, you know, we they support the players so much. That's how I, that's why how I pretty much I pretty much 
um, appreciate them because um, they are, you know, like you said, are big. It's in the state of Florida. I just, I just wanna, I just wanna let them know whatever they do for this, whatever they. Yeah. So, well, that's great, and I and I do agree with you. I think Michigan State fans will will rally around this and, and definitely support this cause. And I think there's a lot of support. And yeah, yeah, just. I, like I just want to, you know, tell them whatever they do that to raise to help this foundation, then it's not gonna be waste, and it's gonna be, they're gonna be saving a lot of kids back home. That's for sure. They're gonna help us. They're not. They're gonna help a lot of people get kids back home. That's for sure. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you don't know this, and many of our listeners might know this, uh, but. My wife and I, we lost our middle son, Andy, uh, when he, four years ago, uh, in 2018, before the 2018 season, uh, in a car accident. And, and so my wife, he would be this year, I'm certain he would be a freshman at Michigan state and he would be in the end zone. Uh, or if he wasn't there, he'd be in the band. And, um, so sorry uh, to hear that. Oh, thank you. Um, but we, we set aside money every year for philanthropy, for donating to causes that we think is important. And so, uh, we will match that we're going to, our, we will match the first $10,000 that's raised for your foundation. So Thank we commit 10,000 to this. Yeah, you're welcome. And I know that's so what much. Andy would want. Uh, especially, I mean, he loved Michigan state and he loved, and I know he'd love watching you play because in some ways you play like him. He sort of has reckless a bit. He just like, he doesn't nothing. He's not afraid of anything. And that's sort of the way you play, which is what I always am impressed, which I think, the coaches have reined in a little bit because you would try and go get things maybe you couldn't get to. <laughs> rebounds and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's how we play. And that's, and so anyway, uh, that's what our, our family would like to do for the foundation. And I, I encourage other listeners and other Spartan fans to join in with that. Um, with Thank that you matching. so much. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. Just, I, I just took a quick look at the site and it looks like the um, there's a, there is a countdown uh, for the fundraising drive, it says we're at 55 days, three hours, two minutes, and one second as I'm speaking. <laughs> so it looks like we basically got about two months that they're they're setting as a target to really push this. So um, people shouldn't wait to contribute. They should they should go ahead again, visit the website madisisokofoundation.org, not .com, .org. Um, and, uh, and donate to a very, very worthy cause. Yeah. We're very excited to see you guys. And hopefully this is the beginning of the run here after this, when it gets Maryland, go down to Columbus, beat those Buckeyes. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm always happy whenever we beat a team in Ohio. Yeah. So you take those guys out. I appreciate it. Uh, and, um, Absolutely. I, I think we'll close for those who are listening to us on the podcast. We'll close actually with, um, instead of the fight song, we're going to probably close with my, uh, my son who is who sang and so he will we'll close this song it's what she did for christmas uh but until next time the final four is on the schedule go green go white that's right <laughs> excellent <laughs>
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.